it? You okay, do, I have the to do the best this. intro. I know. You uh, are good at this. Welcome to Moody Brides. Episode I'm, 12. Episode, really? Yeah. We've done this for 12 weeks? Yeah. It's like three months. That's crazy. Bruh. I know. It's like my third longest relationship. <laughs> Amazon, Zach, Moody Brides. Moody Brides. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel Rangel. <laughs> Did I already say I'm Rachel Riley? No, you didn't. Okay. I'm Rachel Riley, and if you're wondering why I sound the way I do instead of my usual regular raspy voice, instead of my (laughs) ultra raspy voice today, I have a fucking cold again. Last week, I spent, you know, like three days elbows deep in shitty diapers. It always comes back to shitty diapers. It really, it does. It does. And then like a couple days later, everyone's on the up and up, and I'm like, my nose is running. You're on the down and down. <laughs> on the down and down. I'm on the down and down. But um, Ugh, I have Jesus to give Christ. you some credit, though, because you really wanted to stay in on Saturday when the rest of us <laughs> went to Worst Fest, and Brooke and I basically shamed you into going. You guys shamed me so hard. I was cracking up, <laughs> especially when you said you were going to kick me in the fit pit. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen to episode 11, uh, Rachel's <laughs> vagina is now lovingly referred to as a fit pit. And I did threaten to, was it kick or punch? Either uh, way, I, I think threatened. you said you were going to kick me in the fit pit. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes um, more sense if kicking than punching. Yeah. But um, she went out with us and even through her cold, she drank copious amounts of alcohol. <laughs> oh my God. And so serenaded me the whole drive home, mostly to David Bowie. And I oh have no God. complaints. I like, I woke up the next morning and... I was just like, I don't feel that bad. I woke up at like 530 because of the time change. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel fucking great. I miss my kids. And luckily for me, my babies were awake. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was still drunk, first off. And then second, do you know what's worse than a hangover? A hangover as a parent? A hangover as a parent with yes. a head cold. Yes. It was so awful. I was coughing. I lost my voice. Ian told me I was the worst dancer he's ever encountered in his entire life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's wrong either. Zach saw me. I saw you, Rach. Zach saw saw me dancing and he was like, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, but you just do you, babe. You You kind of reminded me of one of those uh, inflated things they put outside of car dealerships. (laughs) The wacky inflatable Like, you had no control over your extremities. I know. It was wonderful. Um, In case you guys were wondering, I'm like... uh, According to Ian, and actually anybody that knows me, I'm the world's worst fucking dancer. Like, I went went to a wedding where I was the only... um, the only, well, I was one of like three white people there mm-hmm. and everyone's like, yeah, Rachel, come on, let's dance. It was a, it was a Mexican wedding. Oh, you wedding. made a fool of yourself. Oh my huh? God, I did. Everybody was yeah. talking about me. And then the, the next time uh, it was my coworker. And then um, that Monday at work, she was like, girl, everyone was talking about your mad dancing skills. My mad, they mean awful, terrible dancing skills. Shameful. And I can't even, I can't even like walk around in a circle to any rhythm or anything. It's so bad, but I love dancing so much. And the drunker I get, the more I love dancing and the more I love singing David Bowie to people, especially people that drive me home. I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed driving your husband's new car, which is a hybrid, everybody. I've never (laughs) driven a hybrid before. And you normally would just think like hybrid or not, you press the gas pedal and you drive the car, right? But her husband like crouched over the seat (laughs) and was watching the dash, which has like really detailed stats of how you're doing in terms of like efficiency and um, using the electric versus the gas and like 
it was an interesting experience. There were leaves that I had to make sure too many leaves didn't fall off. <laughs> you sound like a shit show. I love you. This is me though when we did the episode on uh, like the his or like the science behind attraction. I sounded like a dumpster fire. Speaking of dumpster fires, ah! let's just get into it. Look, yes! Rachel. Rachel turned me on to 90 Day Fiance, which has been on TLC for a while. But because I don't have cable, I never even knew it existed. I didn't either. Yeah, I, but but Hulu. Thank God for Hulu. Uh, thank God for my best friend Jessica. She was like, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance, and I was like, Excuse me, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, You've never heard of it or seen it? And I was like, No, but tell me about this. Yeah. And so she. She's like, you just need to look it up. And yeah. so I did. And let me tell you what, I'm fucking hooked. I, I get I it I am so hooked. It's not even funny. Like that is, I mean, obviously I don't have a job and you can you only take, take so, care of two small human stuff saying you don't have I a job. I do have that job. You don't have a paying job. I don't have a paying job. You have a I very get, strenuous volunteer position. I, I do get paid in lots of snuggles and being yes. bit. And Baxley's new thing is he, um, you know, like I said, he's not crawling, but he's trying to walk. Um, and he likes to pull himself up and we'll get back to 90 day fiance, but I really yeah. just feel the need. Obviously when I'm at home, I don't really wear a bra. I pull one on today cause you were coming over. Not that I needed to. Yeah. You really didn't need to. I know I didn't, mm-hmm. but, um, Baxley's new thing. I sit on the floor and he will pull himself up. And the other day when he was pulling himself up, he grabbed at the biggest part of my chest, which are my boobs. He grabbed onto my nipples and <gasps> pulled himself up. And I thought I was going to die. Like it hurt so uh. bad. And then he put his face in my shoulder and bit me. And it was just insult to injury. The little shit. Having children him. is like you are in an abusive <laughs> relationship and you cannot fight back. They will right. verbally, emotionally, and physically abuse you. Like yeah. last night, Rose was mad at me because I gave her hugs and kisses and then I went to bed. And she was like, more hugs and kisses. And I was like, no, like it's time to go to bed. I'm going to bed. Like your dad's out of town. I'm wiped. Like it's also the it, time change has me oh, always God, fucked change. up. So I was like, awful. we need to go to bed. She goes, I don't like you. And I was just like. Okay, what I don't care. Like, like I, kids say things like, yeah. "I don't need you to like me. I need you to like. You know, I love you. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to me anyway." She starts crying, and so obviously, I, like, I bolt out of bed. Like, what's wrong? She's like, "I feel bad that I said that," and I was oh, like, "Oh, that's really your remorse sweet. is appreciated, but like, it's it's cool. cool like, your your brain's not sweet. anywhere near done developing. I really don't take most of what you say very seriously. <laughs> right? Like, I'm never gonna hold you accountable for saying mean things at four years old. Well, I hold, I will. Yeah, you will have discipline <laughs> to but a certain like, extent. Yeah, like saying you don't like me in a heated moment. Like, don't do it again. Anyway. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, 90 Day Fiance. So Rachel was like, you have to watch this so that we can talk about it. So I'm I'm only caught up on season four. I have not watched any of the seasons before that or the one that's I after put it. you on to that one. That's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the juiciest season in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like 95% positive Zach is tired of coming home from work. And he's like, how was your day? I'm like, well, this happened on 90 Day Fiance. He's so like, no, this what is happened where, in your real life, this is, Rachel? This is where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> so I haven't um, left the house in weeks. <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, tell me your – so there's a few couples on season four. Spoiler alert, if you watch 90 Day Fiance, uh, have you finished? Did you, yeah, you said you watched it. I finished the, all of season four. Okay. I guess you should probably explain what it is to people who don't know what okay. it is. Okay, so 90 Day Fiance is a, a TV show on TLC, also on Hulu, for those of us who don't have cable – um, which, by the way, did you get my ESPN text? No. Oh, I texted you and asked if you had ESPN because Zach wanted to watch the Cowboys game. Um, I might. Well, it doesn't matter now. It's over. <laughs> the next one. 
I'll be there for you. Oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter because it'll probably be on Sunday. It was on Monday Night Football and you need ESPN to watch Monday Night Football. That's a whole other podcast topic on, yes. on what these networks are doing. But go I on. I agree. Anyways, so uh, the 90 Day Fiance is about couples who um, one cu- one part of the couple is from the United States and the other part is from a different country. And they meet and um, they have – they under the uh, – in order to move here, they have to be what under a K. It's not a K nine visa. Not for it's dogs. A, not for dogs. It's for humans. It's called a K one visa. Um, and you have ninety days from the time that you step foot in the United States to get married. So a lot of these couples do a long distance thing, and then they come once their K their K one visa. I keep wanting to say K nine visa. Dog visa. <laughs> when their K one visa gets um, approved, mm-hmm. which is it's a very there's a vetting process. Um, yeah, it's not easy to get. It's one. it's definitely not easy to get one. It's expensive too. And then so if you're not making enough money. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody has to sponsor the, uh, mm-hmm. the person coming from the other country, other country and, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And they're responsible for the, for the, these people for 10 years. Um, so Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. Long. I yeah. had no idea it was 10 years. Yeah. It's 10 years. You, so I if you sponsor it was like someone just for the time period that no, you're, if you sponsor someone, you're, you're, uh, you're, so they don't become Good a ward of the state. Yeah, um, you're responsible financially for them for 10 years. Okay, so you have um, people bringing over fiancés on a K-1 visa. And uh-huh. so on the show, it follows five couples. Um, and I just really want to talk about one in particular. Uh-huh. There's um. a couple. <laughs> I, <clears throat> okay, so first of all, we already mentioned on the last episode that there's like super horny Nicole. Nicole wants to. Um, oh, my God, yeah. You no, know, I'm going to talk about Anfisa and George, but Nicole is trying to get married to a guy in Morocco. She knows literally nothing about yeah. Muslim culture, um, which was really aggravating for me to watch. It I'm was. Just, it, that's kind of – I don't mean to be cruel because these people get enough flack on the internet from That is strangers. very true. However, she just – and I feel like the show really highlighted this is that she just wasn't a very intelligent person. She was very – she was 22 years old, which, yes, you're an adult, but she was a very young 22. Yeah. Like, very naive. Um, she goes to Morocco to see her fiancé, who she has never met in person, by the way. So she's actually going there for five weeks to spend time with him to make sure that, like, yeah. everything's good so that she can go back and apply for the K-1 visa. And the whole time they're there, she's, like, trying to basically, like, make out with him in public. And yeah. it's just, like, so cringy to watch. Because, it really is. You know? and, and so they're uh... – Mostly Muslim there, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So there is a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <coughs> when you Sharia law? No, I don't when know you, if it's Sharia. Uh, no, sounds... no, when you um, uh, like like public displays of affection and, and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so that that kind of stuff is frowned upon. Um, well, you know, excessive amounts, I guess. From what I'm gathering watching the show, I don't know because I don't know that much. But I do know that if I did date someone from a different country and they had different religions and stuff like that, a, a different religion than mine, um, I would probably do some research. 
Well, and, and it's just and the whole into... concept of her leaving her two-year-old daughter for five oh, weeks. Oh, that made me so mad. Right, and, like, you know, I'm not trying I'm not trying to shame her. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, like, because you have a kid that, like, you shouldn't have a chance at, like, meeting people. However, yeah. like, you're, you chose to leave for five weeks. You chose yeah. to leave behind your toddler. And l- the part that irritated me the most <sighs> was that she knew not. She hadn't done any research mm-hmm. into what she was getting into. She didn't know anything about Morocco. She didn't know anything about the customs, the culture, yeah. his religion. And so she just goes over there and it's like, to me, it kind of felt like if it if you are going to leave your child for that long because you have to go meet this guy. First of all, I don't know why it had to be five weeks. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I felt like five weeks was an excessive amount to leave your child with someone else. Like, it would be different if um and now this is just my personal this is my personal opinion obviously you don't you may have a different opinion than me mm-hmm. but um uh i just 5 weeks is a long time especially if you um you know, and well, I guess you haven't you haven't seen the second season, so I'm just and that's the that's or I'm the sorry, thing. not the second season, the fifth, the, the fifth season. season. Um, the following so season. they are they are also in season five. So anyway, she just like that part really irritated yeah. me, um, because I just felt like this is the stereotype of Americans that makes a lot of it, other it countries does. fucking hate it us. It made us. I felt so like secondhand embarrassment i did i'm just like a stupid stupid american you know just being disrespectful and rude and not caring about the culture sorry i know i just obviously i'm super heated no i'm the same way she irritated the (laughs) fuck out of me and like i'm like we have smartphones now like we have like every little bit of information you could possibly Uh have like in the palm of our hand like just pull up the wikipedia page on like culture in morocco yeah or just like anything like and then just like being like i don't eat vegetables when he's trying to feed her like this delicious moroccan my brother spent a month in Morocco and like really? was sending me pictures of like the food that his host family was sending him and I was just perpetually jealous I'm of everything. So gross. He, oh, you're fine. Ugh. I was like perpetually jealous of the experiences he got to have over there. But he I mean, my brother, um, I think one of his majors was I mean, I know that he speaks Arabic now. He um, That's cool. Yeah, he he wants to go into like international affairs with like focus on uh That's Muslim really countries. And so he he went into it pretty educated about what he was getting into but even on top of like what he had learned in school he did a lot of outside research about customs what was appropriate how to dress like what he Mm -hmm. could do because he was like the last thing i want to do is go over there as a fucking privileged american kid on a fucking studying abroad thing and just like make an ass of myself yeah and i just i just she that was my biggest problem nicole it wasn't even that she was like like hopelessly in love with this guy that she barely knew or that she I mean, she really did act he's like a 15-year-old. He's, he's a good-looking dude, though. That's what I don't... Yeah. And, you know, I guess I don't understand. And and obviously, you know, if you're in any kind of reality show, they can edit it to spin it however yes. they want. And so um, there were a lot of fights between the two of them. And I noticed that it was mostly him being irritated with her and I mean she just did a lot of yelling and didn't do a lot of listening Mm -hmm. and you know so I'm gonna spoiler alert she takes her daughter back to Morocco with her for two months okay I saw the preview for season five and once again you know and and his family is just so welcoming of her I noticed that they were so they were they were so nice and I just was kind of pissed off because she just, just seemed so disrespectful about the 
the culture Mm -hmm. of everything, you know, Mm -hmm. and here are these people who are super accepting of you, even though she was doing so many inappropriate things, like by their their cultural standards, they still, they didn't judge her for it. Mm -hmm. They weren't unkind. But yet the second he was like, hey, we can't kiss and hug in public because it's not appropriate. She was like, you need to show me off. You need to, and he, and and it's just like the whole, like just, that was my biggest problem with her. And I, mine um, too. And then the next couple that really like <laughs> <laughs> so there's George and there's Anfisa. George is um the American half of the partnership. He's um okay, I'm just gonna say he's fat G Easy. I don't know who G Easy is. Oh is that somebody? God, yeah. Like I thought you were just calling him G Easy. I'm gonna no, Google G-Eazy it real quickly. No, G Easy is a rapper. I thought you were saying. Go, go ahead, look up G Easy. I but... thought you were saying he's G Easy because his name was George, but I was like, his name starts with a J. But I didn't want to say anything. Could be J Easy. Well, he basically to me looks like if G Easy gained like seventy pounds. <clears throat> um, controversial opinion. I think George is actually a little attractive, which is oh, weird because hey. I'm not as C. They kind of look. G Easy's cute. He's, I saw him in he concert. He's very cute. Um, he he's very tall and very skinny, oh so it's it's a type it. thing. But um, he like brings over Anfisa, who is like six years younger than he's like twenty six. She's twenty. She's from Moscow. Um, she's very beautiful by like Instagram model standards. Like she's got like a banging body and like lip fillers and like long eyelashes and long hair. But I mean, we'll get into her lip fillers later and what we think about those. However. <laughs> George makes a decent amount of money uh, selling. He's in the uh, medical marijuana business in California. Um, spoiler alert: He's in jail now <laughs> for 22 months. Yeah, for a felony um, trafficking. Uh, he was transporting 293 pounds of marijuana across state lines and got arrested with yes. intent to sell. So, <laughs> I just the whole situation with them. I feel like on visa. I feel like Anfisa was very real about who she was. And that's the thing. is like some people are materialistic and yeah. shallow. But I have a hell of a lot more respect for the people who are like, I'm materialistic and shallow. And that's who I am. She let him know that very early on in the relationship. So when she came to America yeah, and was like, I want a $45,000 wedding dress. And he's like, I don't understand why you like fancy things. I'm like, yeah, you knew this. You yeah. knew that she well, was but very also, materialistic. So even before she came over, he said that he dropped like 70 grand on trips and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you, you knew know, that she expected a lifestyle. And yeah. And that um, he had quote unquote promised according to her to provide. You know, it. I guess, um, I, I guess when you put it that way, so like that, their whole relationship really bothered me the wrong way. Cause obviously I'm not a very materialistic person. Mm-hmm. Um, I never have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so having, seeing somebody be so outright materialistic and, um, you know, and, and thinking that it was just a, it was a pure love thing. You know what I mean? Like, That's what I mean. I feel like she was very upfront about yeah, the Yeah, and he that... was just like, I don't know if she loves me. Well, I know that she loves the money that you're making. And I felt very angry for her when he came clean about the fact that he had a criminal record and that's why they couldn't get an apartment at first. I feel like, now this happened to me in my last relationship, no criminal stuff, but just a situation with his job where he could no longer afford an apartment. Mm -hmm. And this was after I had moved across the world because this was, I moved from Germany to North Carolina to be with this person. That's when he tells me, oh, hey, by the way. Like, I'm not uh, going to be able to pay rent on a whole apartment. And so I, can't, I, I, re- I know that feeling to an extent of just being mm. um, 
being fooled by somebody yeah. or just being kind of like w- someone waiting until a very inopportune moment to tell you the truth. And I feel like he did that to her. Yeah. And so all of her materialistic shit to me just became a lot more like at least she was upfront about that. He flat out yeah. misled her. So I have to say, shamefully, that now I follow Anfisa on Instagram. <laughs> I know. She literally just did that at I my just kitchen table. I was like, wait, Anfisa's <laughs> on Instagram. I need to follow this because I can't help myself. I don't even use Instagram that often. I'm so like. I know. I I know you know. I like, don't I don't mean like I know in a bad way, but I, I know that you don't really get on Instagram. That's why I do most of the social media I stuff. I know and it's so it really like <clears throat> I prefer so Instagram. I don't know if I told you this, but I re downloaded the Facebook app to my phone because I was trying to play words with friends and my words with friends wouldn't update because it's linked to my Facebook account. Um and so uh I re-downloaded it. I'm still trying not to spend very much time on it, but I, I catch myself scrolling. I'm not so much reading people's status updates because I'm tired of all the negativity and stuff like that. And not everybody's negative. And I usually... I know you follow me, though, because I post memes. Yes, I love memes. That's all I do. Um, but uh, so I, I read a lot of news articles. Um, and with that, uh, yesterday was just a really bad news article. Yesterday was the uh, midterm elections. It, Today it, is uh, Wednesday, November 7th. Yeah. But it wasn't just the election articles. It was other articles, and it really just kind of got me down in the dumps. Um, Lots, Just lots of bad stuff. And, you know, I don't understand. And so obviously we don't have to get into this, but don't hurt kids. Don't hurt children. Like things you shouldn't have to say. You shouldn't have to say it. You have to be very careful, though, because – like I told you yesterday, like, there's a lot of shit on the internet that's going to depress the fuck out of you. And, yeah. like, yeah, it's, and Facebook's especially funny because you're getting, like, this, like, content feed of, like, all these different things that uh-huh. people think and they share things. Uh-huh. And, like, some people share things because they're, like, trying to bring attention to it. Yeah. Which I've never really understood that. Like, I if either. I see an article about a child being abused, like, it's it makes me sad. But I'm not necessarily sharing I'm not going to fucking share it. Because I'm, like... It's it happened. It's heartbreaking. This has nothing to do with anybody in my life, and all it's doing is causing people to feel depressed. I mean, we know that we have like, to keep our like children me. away from fucking predators, yeah. and I just so I know what you mean. Like, I try really hard not to share a bunch of sad shit because I'm just like I if if I'm going on social media, it's normally to laugh, quite frankly, yeah. or to show people how freaking adorable my children are. They are super adorable. Very very cute. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, on Saturday, they didn't even, like, I was non-existent. Like, usually they come in and they're like, hi, Miss Rachel. Oh, yeah. No one mattered on Saturday. Nobody. I was just like, I was really looking for it because Rosie you always comes up. I know. And Rosie's always like, I love you, Miss Rachel. And it's just the cutest thing. And then I was like, hey, girls. They were like, nope, deuces. There's a fucking trampoline out there. Trampoline. <laughs> we, I feel so bad for them because we have a trampoline, but it's been in our garage for the two years that we've lived in Texas because our backyard <laughs> is not that big and there's a lot of chickens. <laughs> So I made a choice chicken. that I was going to have flightless birds in my backyard hey. over fun, jumpy thing for a my lot children. Of, a lot of people talk about how dangerous trampolines they are. are. But I also feel like so is like walking down the street or Absolutely getting in a car. And I'm kind of like, yeah. you have to let them have a childhood. Um, yeah. no, yes, trampolines can be dangerous, but I'm very um. pro trampoline still. <laughs> I was going to say something uh, regarding. Oh, for so, the record, I am pro so trampoline. After, at, are, well, are we done talking about 90 Day Fiance? Are we, we can talk about whatever you want. Well, it's a free-for-all. I was going – it is a free-for-all because um, we didn't really 
sometimes we just can't come up with one consistent topic and no, we just we want to cannot. talk about the world and yeah. for us that means <laughs> 90 day fiance <laughs> and what and our life? um fuck what was I gonna say I was gonna oh so after reading this depressing stuff I messaged Rachel and I was like hey dude uh send me some shit that you like to get into that's not depressing because it really fucking bogged down on me like it really it really did yeah reading sad um, things will mm-hmm. yeah it did and um especially since I have infants and the, this article I read was yeah, yeah. so anyways yep. uh she said dead malls and dead Kmart's and dead <clears throat> Kmart's uh, brought me to dead motels. Dead motels brought me to um, 15 things that you probably didn't know the purpose of. That was super unimportant because that brought me to uh, conspiracy theories. Wait, do you have the 15 things that you don't know what their purpose is or whatever? Because I would like to read that. Uh, it was an it was a YouTube video. It All was right. super. Never there mind. were a lot of fucking I ads. I don't yeah. like these YouTube videos with lists. Like write um, it down so yeah. I can read it. I don't want to watch yeah. your ten minute video. Yeah, Sorry. it was like a twenty minute video. So As we I, make I, like I, a one hour <laughs> podcast where we just <laughs> ramble off unimportant shit. I know. Please it's listen so to the end. So somehow that so I was looking. You know how um, YouTube gives you the suggestions on the side. So I was watching the election stuff last night, waiting to go to bed because um, obviously I'm sick. And the night before, I didn't sleep very well. And so Zach brought me some NyQuil. So I took some of that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stay up and rage hard and watch the elections while I'm drinking NyQuil and um, watching YouTube videos as well. Anyways, uh, so did you know, I found this out yesterday, and I'm actually kind of like, did you know that there is a conspiracy that Paul McCartney died in a car accident in 1966 and they replaced him? with a lookalike because the Beatles were peak fame and they didn't want to lose that fame. So they replaced him. So then like, you know where the proof was? It was in the music. So if you played the music backwards, you could hear like, (laughs) I am dead man or something like that. It gets better. It gets better. So then, um, there's the, uh, I believe it's the Abbey Road album where they're crossing, right? Um, that sounds... Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, one of them is wearing all white. He's supposed to be the priest. One of them is wearing all black. He's the pallbearer. Uh, Paul McCartney is dressed in uh, just regular clothes with no shoes on, and he's walking differently than the other ones. Like, the other three have their feet, their, their like, left foot forward or whatever. He has his right foot forward. Um, so, that symbolizes him crossing into the over the other the other realm and then i think george harrison oh, okay is, i'm looking at the picture now and yes, yeah and george e. harrison's wearing all denim and he represents the grave digger oh my god i know so then um then i was reading and so these two uh scientists or whatever wanted to disprove the fact that that paul mccartney was dead so what they did was they analyzed all of his pictures when they put them together like the pre-car crash post-car crash and apparently like the face shape is completely different i don't fucking believe this i don't obviously honestly like, i'm just so entertained by like, this right now. <laughs> but I, excuse me i did a i did a lot of like reading and stuff and what kills me is people playing the music backwards like that is that's your definitive proof and they're like you can hear in the in the end of um strawberry fields forever that it's like he is dead like you can hear i buried him or something like that like it's fucking mind-boggling yeah so (laughs) then i got to reading so it was like celebrity conspiracy theories mind you all of this was happening last night while i was like 
I don't even know <laughs> what was going on. I'm just like, I'm so tired. But um, I can't stop reading. I can't. And, and so I read about how Beyonce, uh, you know, wasn't really pregnant with Blue Ivy, mm-hmm. and um, which is, is insane. So then I started, I watched another video about Beyonce's age and how uh, somebody said that they've been friends since they were teenagers. But there's like an eight year difference. What? And then, yeah, Gabrielle Union, I think, is who. I don't know. So I'm... these are Beyonce conspiracies. Okay. Yeah. I, I've heard about oh, the Blue Ivy one. No, sorry. you're good. You're good. Yeah. I'm just, um, I think people find it hard to believe that like a human being can be so perfect. I know. Like, yeah. I hate to say, like, I, I, you may not like love her music. You may not like yeah. her, her politics, whatever. Like, that is, she's the most talented performer of our generation. Like, 100%. I believe that, at least. Yeah. Um, And I think people have trouble, like, believing that somebody can, like, be a mother of three and, like, 37, which, by the way, 37 is not fucking old. People are so mad, no. like, oh, she's 37. She's in her fucking 30s. <laughs> she's young. Like, but still, at the same time, she looks exactly like she did when yeah. she was 27. So, I don't know. I can kind of get how she's the con- she's the, the uh, topic of conspiracy Okay, so yeah. back to 90 Day Fiance. Oh, God. Um, So, I'm trying to think. Was was season five the one with the uh, the guy? That's the, the one I haven't seen yet. I'm sorry. Season four is that the one with the um, the older gentleman and his young wife that's from the Philippines? No, no, I haven't seen that one. Okay, then that one's probably season three. Anyways, so this guy is from oh, uh, is from the he's from the United States and he goes to the Philippines and gets finds a wife. Who is 20, 21. Mm-hmm. She's younger than his youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his first wife was from the Philippines. Um, and uh, so anyways, he's like 50, 56 or 57. And he wants her to sign a prenup before they get married. Mind you, she doesn't have anything. He's got his own business, but he's fucking weird. Like, I mean, he is just so, and they actually sued TLC for their portrayal um, on mm. the show because they didn't like how they're portrayed on the well, show. Um, I know there has to be the some... perils of re- reality television. Exactly. Well, they obviously didn't win the lawsuit, but, um, where I was going with this was, I don't remember what were we talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> there oh. was a, there was a reason I was segueing into that. Was it a conspiracy theory? No, it was the fact that his, well, this wasn't the fact. Um, so he, he met this girl in the same village that he met his first wife. Hmm. Yeah, super small village in the Philippines. That's weird. It's super weird. And so she comes, and he's still got pictures of his ex-wife, and he has the same car that he bought his first ex-wife for his new wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. Well, we'll just see if you can come back to it while we talk about Pete Davidson for a little bit. Oh, because yes. Because Pete- some people are train wrecks that you can't look away from, and I feel like Pete Davidson is one of those people right now. Um, not, not a train wreck, just a very sensational... Well, character. so I would just like to, um, I, I like Pete Davidson. Um, I, I'm Zach and I are avid Saturday night live watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he's gone through some really rough stuff. Um, and he's very abrasive about his, his past experiences in a way that I, so I, I appreciate the dark humor too. I, I'm, yeah. I'm like that too. I think that's what it is. Is I, and I understand that that dark humor is not there to, necessarily hurt people's feelings it's a way of coping with with these 
these feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I make jokes about dark things that have happened in my life and it yeah. helps me cope. So um, the reason we wanted to talk about Pete Davidson is because um, Saturday Night Live this past episode, he made a joke about a um, war veteran um, who, by the way, won the election. Um, what's his name again? David Crenshaw? Yes. So David Crenshaw, he lost an eye in combat. Navy SEAL, I believe. So this guy's seen some shit. He's a war veteran. He's, yeah. um, you know, he's running for office. Um, he's a Republican. So a lot of people were upset about this because Pete Davidson made a joke about him losing an eye um, in war, quote unquote, or whatever. People lost their fucking minds. Um, and we just both kind of want to, like, state that, like, we're both military spouses. So, like, we definitely understand, like, you know why people get upset about that i get it however we also upon talking about it together think (laughs) that maybe everyone should just keep the same fucking energy and maybe if it's not okay to make fun of a wounded war veteran which okay don't that's 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 a good fine if that's your line in the sand don't do it i agree like you have every right to feel that no one should make fun of wounded war veterans like they've sacrificed fucking everything Mm -hmm. i get that but one of the arguments that really got to me was someone was like the same people getting really, really upset about this had very little to say when Trump was mocking the disabled reporter. Yeah. And that kind of, like, struck me, like, once again, not a Trump fan here. Like, not even a little bit. And I'm not defending what he did. But I am saying that people need to start keeping the same fucking energy. Yeah. And that's kind of what I felt like the whole Pete dub- Davidson. It's, it's double standards for everybody. Yeah. And the thing is, is, is they took that small snippet of of him making fun of this guy and didn't even talk about the fact that he was making fun of everybody else. And then at the end, he made fun of himself. Mm -hmm. Um, because, so I don't know what I did to make my cookies in my laptop, um, continually pop up Pete Davidson stuff. I don't fucking know because I read a couple articles on Buzzfeed because him and Ariana Grande got engaged super fast and then they broke up and he got some tattoos of her, uh, um, like he got her initials and another tattoo and then they got a pig together and he got the pig tattooed. And so on this most recent episode, I, I noticed that uh, where he had had Ariana's little bunny ears, he has hearts, black hearts covering it now. Um, but yeah, so I, I really can't keep topic. Like I forgot where I was going with that again. I think you've just got cold brain. I have cold brain. You've got brain, the br- brain cold. fog. I guess what irritated me is I didn't like the joke either. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was inappropriate. However, I feel like it just it kind of highlights this really just shitty double standard in, like, just our culture it, it right now. It is a double standard. It is a double. Like, is. If, if a if a liberal-leaning person makes a comment about a war veteran, you're going to have conservatives getting pissed. And that's mm-hmm. fine. They have every right to get pissed. Yeah. But then if a conservative makes a comment about someone who's very left-leaning, the conservatives will be like, brush it off. Don't yeah. be a fucking snowflake. So I'm not saying that either side are right is right or wrong. I'm just saying we're at this like, this, like stalemate where, like, no one will just be a better fucking person first. And so it's like... We have our president making very inappropriate remarks about other human beings. And some Mm -hmm. people like it because they're like, he's not PC. And that's fine if you like that about him, whatever. But then don't get mad when a joke gets made about something that you find sacred. We Mm -hmm. all find different things sacred. I would never make a joke about a wounded war vet because I'm not – I'm not 
a fucking wounded war vet. Yeah. I'm not a veteran. I'm not active duty. Like, I have literally no leg to stand on in terms of, like, mm-hmm. if they want to make, if, if, like, my husband and his friends want to make f- fun of something that happened in combat, like, that's their fucking prerogative. It's their experience, and if it yeah. helps them cope with it. But it's not my place to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I think that comedy... What makes comedy great is that they take uncomfortable situations and yeah. they make it funny. However, I do feel like certain things you're just gonna look like an asshole if you try to yeah. take something that's like such a such a very um, narrow experience. Like only a certain amount of people have experienced it. Yeah. So like for him to make fun of a war veteran, he just looked like an ass. You know what I mean? But like yeah. I said, it also points out the hypocrisy of like not getting mad at somebody conservative for making mm-hmm. fun of somebody on the other side so it's like all i'm saying is keep the same fucking energy you guys like also i don't think crenshaw was i mean he he laughed it off because yeah, he's a he fucking did. badass he's, he's seen, he's i seen mean that's the shit. truth like this guy's been through so much shit like a fucking joke from some skinny yeah. ass privileged kid on snl i i like his comedy however he is yeah. a, he is a, a privileged actor and um at this point in his life because he's made it uh yeah. yeah, like, for him to make a joke about a war veteran just makes him look like an ass. But I don't think that he was – I don't think Crenshaw really took it to heart. I, I mean, why he would he? Either. He's got way more important shit that he was taking yeah. care of that he's done. Like, I'm sure that going through what he's been through, he has a perspective where he probably looks at fucking P. Davidson like, who fucking cares what that guy says? But like mm-hmm. I said, keep the same energy, you guys. If you're going to get mad about that, you should get mad about other shit. I agree. I think it's funny that you sent me that you told me that I was the female version of the dude. You uh, are. You are the dude. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's one of my that's one of my all time favorite movies is uh um The Big Lebowski. And uh but I just that's kind of the way I approach things. Like I just um I look I look at things and I think to myself, is this going to affect me? Now I say this, you know, as I just had recently talked about how I was reading those god-awful news articles that hurt my heart, um, but is this going to affect affect me personally? Not, oh, how do I say this without sounding like I don't care about anybody else? I do. I care about everybody. There's a certain point with, like, the news, yeah. other people's stuff, where, like, you can care but yeah. you also have to like put up a self, stop sign. Self self yeah. self care and build self-help. your bubble. And and you know, yeah. It's basically. like the election. The election is very important. <clears throat> you should vote, you should be informed. But like if you don't want to talk about it twenty four seven because it's fucking depressing and you hate yeah. like my biggest issue is that like it just it, the thing about election time that really sucks is um it people who otherwise get along fantastically yeah. suddenly are like enemies with each other because they disagree on political issues and i'm not trying to say that like political issues are like this standalone thing like yes your politics can be a reflection of like your Mm. values morally and ethically and and that's that can be a point of contention but yeah i don't know that's a big word speaking of the election i just sometimes i'll browse buds buzzfeed for like uh just like celebrity gossip shit because i think it's entertaining and it's it's building your bubble once again and just like positive like mindless shit because you need a little bit of that in between like Mm. actually trying to like grow as a person um you need a little bit of the mindless shit well i guess beyonce um posted last night before the polls closed a picture of her wearing the beto or beto o'rourke hat by the way we are in texas i should know how to to pronounce his name but i'm also apparently getting your cold brain and people were legit oh, no. upset on Twitter. And I say people. I don't know how many people. <laughs> it, it, it was just like a very 
it was just a really dumb reflection of just like cultural shit when people were like, if she, she should have posted this a week ago because it could have helped. And I'm mm. like, even if it helps your side, you should not be condoning the, the uh, use of a celebrity opinion as the swaying uh, thing that helps you pick who to vote for. Yep. Like if Beyonce voting Democrat is the reason you vote Democrat, you probably shouldn't be voting. And I say that. On the same side, too, if there's, like, a conservative that's telling you that you should vote conservative and you listen because it's that person telling you, you probably shouldn't be allowed to vote. You have to be informed. Like, mm -hmm. you have to actually, like, 90% of what you're seeing on your fucking Facebook feed is curated to agree yeah. with what you already believe. It's the confirmation bias thing. And there's an algorithm where it's, like, if you follow mostly conservative or mostly liberal stuff, that's what you're going to see. Yep. A lot of people only read fucking headlines. And they, that drives me yeah. nuts. How the fuck are you supposed to give an educated opinion when you just read the top, like, instead of reading the article? And people do that all the time. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons that I don't, like, I read the, uh, that I don't read the comments. I do sometimes. I, right, yeah, I, I literally, comments. I'm, I'm to the point where I just stop myself. I'm like, you don't need this in your life right now, Rachel. You don't need this. Um, because a lot of people aren't smart. Yeah, there's They're, a lot of people, you know, who, um, well, I mean, like as some, like as the one who, like I, I edit our podcast and I, you know, so like I'll be the one like typing up like the topic line and everything. That I don't topic know how to line, do any of that stuff. You're just like, you're just adorable and awesome. You don't need to do anything else. Okay. You are. I will take care of the, 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 the internet-y thing because so I, wonderful. I have OCD. So I just do the thing and just click it. Um, yeah, I posted something about weird facts and nobody fucking responded. So thank you guys because I was trying to engage. Oh no, no I, one I even put a fucking chicken up there for you. The oh, chicken is the closest. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm you want to know why? Rachel. It's all right because you just gotta keep putting it out there. Put yourself out there. People will eventually I know, respond. I know. Some, somebody will think I'm funny at some point. I think you're funny. Um, I also think you're funny. Thank you. I try to be funny in the uh, topic, uh, like the subject line of our podcast, because that's the first thing people see. Yeah. So keep that in mind whenever you're seeing something on the internet and you're like, "Ooh, that confirms what I already believe to be true." They know that. That's why the person yeah. who wrote it or the publication who put it out there specifically chose that title so that you would either a read it or b read repost it and other people who don't read whole articles would read it and then repost it so you've got an article spinning <laughs> around social media that no one has actually fucking read or very few people have read but everybody's using that title to confirm right. what they already believe to be true so quite frankly i'm glad the election's over um glad. i may not be happy with who won everywhere and yep. that's that's just that's how things work you're, you're not you, always gonna you either yeah you're yeah. either happy or you're not happy however uh, i'm glad so many people voted i you know what this, this turnout has been that was was fantastic. Mm -hmm. It really was, and um, I I want to say so. God, I don't even I don't even um, my brain is. Much. I know what you mean, girl. It's the fucking time change. Those all, the time change. The, can we just? I mean, what is the? We know that it all has to do with capitalism. Like the time change has to do with like longer fucking workout. Uh, do we need to? Do we need a Wikipedia? That, well, don't use Wikipedia because that's also. <laughs> no, it has to. Everything it's for, is biased. It's for farmers. It's for agricultural. But people. now it's for capitalism, right? I don't know. Oh, good God. Time Are there still not change. farmers that, do, that don't need daylight sooner or something or other? Uh, All right. Well, while I you're looking remember. at that, I did send you some questions, um, which I thought were super interesting. Why um, do we have daylight savings time? You're a daylight savings time. Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> it was Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin. Um, so while you're – what? Oh, no. Where did it go? 
while you are looking up that. Um, are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Oh, dear God. I should have prepared my answers. Hunter or a gatherer. That's what's great is you don't even have to. That's a really open concept to a question. These are actually job interview questions. A hunter which... or a gatherer. Yeah. So we figured since so many people enjoyed us interviewing uh, Brooke, we would interview each other a little bit today because <laughs> why fucking not? Um, am I a hunter or a gatherer? I would say I am a hunter. Do I have to explain why? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know if you want to. Um. <laughs> I'm a hunter. I go get things. I like to curate new things. So uh, I would say I'm a hunter instead of a gatherer. I don't understand how that pertains to hunting or gathering. Because but I like I'm it. thinking of it in like a metaphorical sense. Oh. Like I don't actually See, hunt. I'm thinking about Maybe it I'm in a, a gatherer because my husband goes hunting and I go to the fucking grocery store <laughs> and gather, gather shit. Right? Okay, um, I'm a fucking gatherer. What's the funniest thing that's happened to you recently? Oh, okay. Um, something funny happened the other day and I literally was like, write that down for the podcast and I fucking did it. Well, this doesn't have to do with me per se, but my daughter has found out that eating paper is fucking delicious. So now I have to watch her when she pulls the books off the bookshelf because she will fucking open it up and chew on a page. as I said to you in real life, and I'm going to repeat it on the podcast for anyone who needs to know, paper comes from trees. (laughs) Trees are plants. Plants are vegetables. (laughs) She's eating vegetables. Um, But what you're really worried about is the paper cuts. I wasn't even worried about the paper cuts because she slobbers all over it to the point where it's not even. Gotcha. They figured out how to push the baby gate open. So it's not connected. I mean, it's. I know what you mean. It's like set up, but it's not locked. Yeah, it's it's a freestanding baby gate. And um, so they have figured out and they do it. They tag team it. Um, Lennon gets up and pushes on it. She walks with it and Baxley uses his feet and he pushes it out. And they like to escape. And so yesterday she was wearing a fleece sweater thing. And she escaped. And when I picked her up, she was fucking covered in dog hair. And so my mom keeps telling me how lucky I am because they don't have, they, they have a very slight running nose and Lennon had a small fever the other day. Um, so they haven't actually gotten the head cold that my mother and I have gotten, um, and that Zach is starting to get right now. And I'm 95% positive. It has everything to do with the amount of dog hair they probably ingest. Tell me I'm wrong. My house is pretty clean, Rach. Especially for having three dogs and two infants. Like, I don't think your kids are ingesting that much dog hair. I feel like that's the sweetest thing that anybody can I think say that me. children, between the weather changes that we've had oh and just their age. I don't think and... that's why my knee isn't hurting. Oh, it'll make your knee change. hurt. Um, well, with that being said, we, we had talked about talking about keeping a clean house and having mm. children and how the unrealistic expectations of having a clean house... Yeah. Um, It's like a constant balance. I mean, I've been momming a little longer, and all I can say is that it it ebbs and flows. Like, there are times when I'm, like, really good about keeping two routines, and I have my shit together, Um, but it's usually because my kids are allowing it to happen. They're either out of the house at school, or they're just being really chill. Um, Mine have no chill right now. I have friends who go both ways. Like, I have friends who are really, really messy, and they're fucking amazing moms. And then I have friends who are, like, psychotically tidy, also really amazing moms. It seems like you kind of have to find your happy place. Because, yeah. like, my friend who's psychotically tidy doesn't sleep very much. She's one of those people that just, like, oh, can thrive God. off very little sleep. So, like, she will 
she also only has one kid. That helps. And he's in school. But even before he was in school, she's still – now, sh- this shout-out to my friend Ashton. You're a motivational everything. I love you. She runs her own business. Her house looks like a Pottery Barn catalog. And when you first meet someone like that, as someone like me who's much more of, of a, like a loose cannon, like a little more messy, a lot more messy, um. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we're going to get along. She's going to judge me. She has never judged me yeah. because she even said, she's like, sometimes us really tidy moms get judged because people were like, she must not spend time with her kids. Newsflash, she does. Just like if you think that my house looks messy, you may think I don't do anything. Newsflash, I don't do anything. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's such I, a lie. I do many things. Oh, my God. Um, I, it's it's stressful, man, because you've got like one half stressful. of the equation is like keep the house clean. And you have to keep it clean to an extent. Like yeah, you can't you let your You can't live in filth. But like it's like there's pressure on us to have like a Pinterest worthy house. And then there's pressure pressure on us to like do hands-on activities with our kids and like take them out and let them experience the world. And it's very hard to do both. It is. I, so my general rule of thumb for cleaning is um, don't let the dishes and the dish and the things stink and, uh, <laughs> and, and take your trash out every day. Uh, I, well, I mean, I, I tried. That's very good rules. Well, those are just my two. I mean, obviously I have, I haven't fucking folded laundry and I can't tell you how long if it's that's, but I just don't. So today I attempted to fold some laundry and Lennon had pushed the baby gate out trying to make it to the bedroom, not knowing that she had a complete open access if she wanted to, but she was so concerned about moving that fucking baby gate. It's the little baby wall um, that she didn't realize that she had given herself. She's like, tear out. down that wall. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just communism. had for, for me, like these are probably realistically going to be my only two children. And I want to soak up every fucking mm-hmm. second I possibly and can. And for you, them. that means. Sometimes letting some things go. And yeah. That's okay. Oh, believe me. Just like I know for some women it's like I can't fucking focus till the house is clean. And they still manage to spend a lot of time with their kids. Yeah. And so like I feel like – and like there's a couple moms I follow on Instagram who have like the Pinterest-worthy houses. Um, But every now and again they'll show you like what it really looks like. Yeah. And I love that shit. I love it when moms are real with each other. Um, because there are days where my house looks Pinterest perfect, um, but it doesn't last very long or I'm just showing you one corner of the house. I, well, that, yeah, that entryway that you have is pretty Pinterest perfect. Um, so I had to change the time on the clock on the wall and Zach and I were sitting on the, um, and so when I put it back, I kind of didn't want to take the time to put it on the thumbtack properly. So I just hung it on, (laughs) on the the edge of it Mm -hmm. and that thing fucking fell and broke. And so I put it back up there because that wall is super fucking bare. I was like, there's literally nothing on this wall. I think I'm going to put this right back up. (laughs) So I don't know. I just... I'm I'm all about spending time with my cheerins and I will so what if my house You just have is... to find your balance, man. Like don't don't live in filth yeah. and spend some time with your kids. Speaking speaking of balance, uh Rachel and I are going to Austin tomorrow. Yes, we're gonna go see last podcast on the left at yes, the Paramount Theater. We are and I'm super pumped about it. I am too. For so many reasons. First of all, we get to eat a meal without children. We love our children, but eating a meal without so them nice. is a luxury. Um we're staying out all night, and Rachel's going to sleep through the night, you I guys. 
through the night. Baxley is uh, going through a growth spurt, and he go they so they went to bed at six thirty last night. He woke up at twelve thirty and ate a bottle, and then he woke up at three and ate another bottle, hmm. and then they woke up at five thirty this morning. Um, I I let them pull. I say play in quotation marks because it's mostly them going. <laughs> and you know what? My baby monitor is so fucking crystal clear that I had to turn down the sensitivity on it because mm-hmm. I could hear them farting in their room, and I could hear if Zach was changing their diaper. I could hear the Velcroy like. <laughs> so basically, this morning from five thirty till five forty five, when I finally decided decided to get up, I heard. <laughs> Um, then I made Baxley another bottle and he fucking ate all of it. And then I made them breakfast and he didn't want any of that like two hours later. Cause he's just all about the bottles and Lennon's my little eater. Can I just say as someone who did not bottle feed their kids, I, I breastfed my kids. Mm-hmm. I have so much respect for moms who have to bottle feed for yeah. whatever reason or choose to bottle feed because holy shit, that's way more work. Um, it is way more it, fucking it, work. It really is. And I, I don't know. I, I think we've talked about it. I was unable to, to breastfeed. Yeah. So I, you had no I choice. Pumped, yeah. I pumped for a month. Not um, that it should matter. You can bottle feed your kids if yeah, you want absolutely, to. Like, I don't absolutely. care as fed long as they're fed. fed. Fed is best. Um, But yeah. And I mean, it's so much cheaper to breastfeed oh yeah and it's oh my easy God. i'm sorry what the first few weeks are extremely difficult especially with the first baby because mm-hmm. you're figuring things out but if, <laughs> if you are fortunate enough like i was to like mm-hmm. establish a good supply we didn't oh have latch issues i didn't have mastitis oh. like i was i was unbelievably fortunate with both babies but it's the easiest thing in the world when they wake up and it's just like here's your food it's the yeah. right temperature it's ready i don't have yeah. to mix anything i don't have to wash anything so the next time you try to say that a bottle feeding mom is like taking the easy way out oh because God. breastfeeding didn't work out you're a fucking idiot and you should kick yourself in the fit pit yeah. <laughs> just yeah. saying like I, don't uh, be a judgy bitch i literally like so that's actually how i got turned on to podcasts is a uh, my best friend jessica she was like you should like i was in here and i mean pumping it was super alienating pumping i had is, to oof, um it's hard you know i was i was spending like in upwards of i was pumping for 20 minutes but then there's the whole getting ready and then there's the pumping and then there's the storing stuff. And I remember one day I was in and um, so I have a pituitary issue and it made my prolactin levels super low. So for a breastfeeding woman, your prolactin level should be above 100. If you are if you've a postpartum woman who's just had children and breastfeeding um, should be over 100. Mine was at 16. So the fact that I was making any milk whatsoever was a fucking miracle. Mm-hmm. But so I'm spending 20 minutes every two hours. That's just 20 minutes of pump time for six ounces a day. If that. <laughs> just, just nothing. And it plus was, also yeah. with twins, man, because I know my sister-in-law, yeah. um, same thing. She has twins and they bottle feed and it like it made 100% sense mm-hmm. to me because first of all, like I said, she doesn't need to. She doesn't need to explain it to anybody. Like, it's her fucking decision. Her and her husband made that choice. It works for her. But, like, also twins, man. Like, breastfeeding one baby, you have to, like, sit down. Or as you get better, you can, like, stand up and do it. But, like, two of them. Like, what if one's crying? Bottle feeding allows you to um, have some help from people. Because there's two babies. But anyway, um, I don't know how we get on the topic. But I just got to shout out to my bottle feeding moms. 
because yeah. that shit's hard and i and totally you know respect you how much time we spend washing fucking bottles it's so and especially so for us the man bottles worked best and you know how many pieces there are to that I was fucking say, bottle bottles that like prevent one, like too much two, air and stuff. three there's, four mm-hmm. there's five pieces mm-hmm. to a man bottle well and like my sister-in-law mm-hmm. they live in like a like a rustic cabin and there's no dishwasher um so <sighs> they do everything by hand and like sterilize everything by hand and i'm just like i just like look at what they have to do every day and i'm just like god bless you yeah because no. that's fucking that's <laughs> that's dedication to it, just i mean that's just they're taking care of their babies man and it just blows my mind because i know so many people who like first of all i don't i don't understand why anybody gives a fuck what somebody else does with their baby when it because comes to they them. don't uh, people they like don't to feel holier than thou. better to do like i'm a better mother because i did this i'm sure i could find something that you've done that yeah. was not as good yeah um Ooh, something else I wanted to talk about today. And now I can't fucking remember what it was. Oh, we were interviewing each other. So the funniest thing that's happened to me lately, I I realized it while we were talking about this. I think it was two days ago. I picked up Betty, my seven-year-old from school, and we're driving home. And she gets this look on her face like she's about to ask me one of those big questions about (laughs) the world. And I'm like, oh, fuck. She's like, Mom, how do you get money? And I'm like, excuse me? She's like, well, how do you get money? I'm like, me or like adults? She's like, well, grownups. I said, oh, well... You know, you, you work for it. You get a job. You get paid. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, okay, then, then how do you get money? Ah! And I was like, what do you mean? Ah! She's like, well, you don't have a job, so who, how do you get money? Out. And I was like, I turn around like, first of all, I take care of y'all. Right. Second of all, daddy's money is my money. Yep, that's right. And she was like, oh. I was like, yeah. But then I like got serious with her, and I was just like, you know, your daddy and I made a choice that, mm-hmm. you know, I would stay at home because it was better for our family, like, logistically and financially yeah. because daddy oh is gone a lot. and all this shit and she's like oh and i was like so i may not work but i still quote unquote earn money because i'm a contributing member of the household but it was just one of those funny things where like they will ask you questions sometimes like with their just childlike innocence that will just hone in on something that like you're already insecure about (laughs) like the other day i remember my kids said that they're like you're getting bigger mommy and i was like what do you mean she was like like this way no yeah oh my god so small she but they notice everything man and like also i have pretty bad breakouts and betty's like man you got a lot of boo-boos on your face <laughs> she's like you have to laugh because <laughs> you don't no one cry. is more honest than like a super elderly person or a child like that is if true. they tell you you look beautiful you probably legit look beautiful because they're gonna tell you if you look fucking ugly <laughs> you look like a they're dumpster fire you are a dumpster fire mom <laughs> um trying to think of what else really sparked my interest this week um have you, you watched haunting of hill house yet i so we're working on it we've actually been watching the chilling adventures of sabrina i'll watch um, that next oh it's so good i love it except i've heard mixed reviews um, I like it because it's not too scary. I, so I don't know if we talked about, Zach and I were watching The Haunting of Hill House and, um, on this, the second episode, I think that's as far as we made it. And you know how I told you that I, when I get scared, I cry? My fear tears started. Fear tears. In, in this episode. And I was just like, oh God, I can't blink. I'm crying. I can't blink. And so, um, I have a hard time watching it at night. But my children have started to pay attention to the TV, so I can't watch it while they're there. So if you have any recommendations for trash TV, like uh, 90 Day Fiance, that's a hot mess. Um, right. It's like a hot mess without gratuitous, like, sex or violence yeah, or bad words. Yeah. Like, it's a mess in its own Because um, Zach told me the other day he's pretty sure that babies are going to start saying fuck soon. Nah. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Nah. Because, you know what? Lennon just says dada all the time. And that she literally only says mama 
if she's upset. Like, if she's crying, then it's ma, 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 ma. But if she's happy or she's hungry or whatever, she's like, da, 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 da. And then just if, if we're if we're crying, if we hit our head, we are calling for mom. If brother sits on my face and tries to suffocate me, we're calling mom, which actually happened last last week, I think. Yeah, you told me Lennon tried to suffocate Baxley. Yeah, she and he was well, this morning he put his twins, uh, am I right? Oh my god, these guys. They're so <laughs> it's an adventure. I should I should maybe like, I don't know, write a book or something about it because I feel like I'm a pretty good parent. I mean, you are a good parent. I haven't dropped them yet. Uh, even if you do on accident, like once it happens to everybody. Yeah, I never dropped does. my kids as babies, but they fell off of things as babies. Uh, you know what? Zach told me the other day we went to a did a family a family grocery store trip, and I hit one of them um on the on the top of the car. It and Zach says we have a minivan now. You shouldn't be hitting their heads in there. I said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything mean. I am going to hold that in my pocket for when you smack our child's head in there. Because it it, it will happen. And then I'm going to make a sassy comment about how you said that we shouldn't do that because we have a minivan now. Which I used my cool box for the first time. But not for wine. There was no wine in there. No, it was an energy drink because this time change, man. These time kids. change is really fucking me up. My it kids are up really... at like five every morning. Yeah. Um, which is great for productivity. Like normally I set the alarm for like 630 because we have to leave a house at like 745. So it's mm. like being up at five is awesome because by 630 when we're supposed to be waking up, we are ready to fucking go. Like mm. we are even tidying up. Like it, it, the house is doing well right now. But then six o'clock in the evening rolls around and I'm like done, clocked out. Yeah. Don't want to adult anymore. Leave me alone. Yeah. I just want to so... look at Bill Skarsgård gifts. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, you're not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Matt's been gone. I'm so lonely. He hasn't been gone that long. Um, I was like, oh, so you. Can- Rachel told me that she came up with a celebrity hall pass. Oh yeah, and it's a good one. Timothy Ol- Oliphant. Is that how you say Oliphant? It? I don't Oliphant. Know. I don't know. He's older. Um, so I, uh, when I was pregnant, or when I just had the babies. So I like to. I like to put TV shows on in the background um so i can pay attention but also if i do not have the tv on the dogs hear every single fucking thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. like for instance um one night the uh the shower curtain in the bathroom came down Mm -hmm. and the dogs didn't fucking budge so then yesterday or the day before that uh the kids were taking a nap and i dropped my phone on the floor and they fucking lost their shit because the TV was off. And so the woke kids up, which, I mean, it's never good. But anyways, um, but yeah, so I watched all of, uh, uh, what was that show that he did? The U.S. Marshals one. God, I loved him in oh, that. Oh, um, Justified. The, yeah, Justified. And you know what? Uh, what's his name? Oh, God. My brain has the dumb today because I'm usually really on, like, useless information you don't i have feel good you your brain gets foggy yeah useless information i like him in the santa clarita diet because he's really funny i haven't finished watching that because i kind of got a little grossed out it is pretty gross but um, yeah. i've noticed since i've had kids my sensitivity level has gone up towards things that i find scary mm-hmm. and gross and mm-hmm. stuff especially in the first year your hormones are still kind of like whoop-a-doo they're they're getting ready to turn one and i'm um, like not here for it right now it's emotional 
It's super emotional. Um, and Zach, Zach, Zach tried to take his first steps today. Uh, Baxley, <laughs> oh, you good job, Zach. <laughs> Baxley tried to take walking. his first step and just fucking face planted. He was like on the little tote and he stood up and he had his hand on something and he took a step and just fucking face planted into the wall. Like there was no room. <laughs> you just kind of saw his face slide down <laughs> and my mom and I looked at each other. I probably should have ran a little faster, but I was just trying to, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck, man. Compute? Calculate? I don't know. Process. Next. Processing. Next. Yeah, um, process. Next. The one show that I watched maybe one episode of and it just, like, annoyed me to the point of, like, turning it off was Three Wives, One Husband. Shit irritated me. And I don't mean to be critical of mm. other people's cultures or their religions or whatever. Like, I'm aware that, like, this show is about consenting adults who engage in polygamy. And so... Whatever you do at that point, I don't care. You're an adult. You actually, like, agreed to be married. Like, that's fine. But then it got me talking um, to you girls about, like, why does this shit never go the other way? And it just kind of made me angry. Like, because I'm not saying that, like, three husbands <laughs> sounds like a cakewalk. It sounds like a lot of work and a lot of dishes. And um, it doesn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just sounds like a lot. However, it's just... It's like we we look at like three wives, one husband, and we're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. More wives to take care of the 20 fucking kids that you guys have. <laughs> and, of course, one of them has to stay at home with all 20 of the kids. Right. And, of course, he's really happy. He gets new pussy every night. Um, Like I said, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that, like, I would want three husbands. However, I would like to at least see the other side of it portrayed on TV. Because I feel like it's just very sexist. And it's just... They won't, Why is it they always the man? They won't no, they won't. Because it's, I don't know, it's not juicy enough. It's and maybe. because probably. I feel like it's too juicy. People don't like that. They don't want to see a woman. Is it, well, isn't that like what the bachelor the bachelorette is? Yeah, but I've never, that's I've, true, technically. I've never watched watch, any of those. I have a real problem with both those shows, and um, someone can fight me on this i've never <laughs> fucking fight me <laughs> fight me no i'm serious like can people tell me why they like this show so much because just the concept of a man walks in and he's normally white and has short hair and looks like every other white short-haired guy you out know what? there that is true yeah um, they're, they're they're never diverse like and i'm and i don't even mean diverse like different cultures or ethnicities i mean like they look the fucking same yeah. every single time they all have good jobs so they walk in and then they have 20 women who want to marry them and it's just like this cultural statement that like if a man is good looking and has a good job obviously every fucking woman in the world wants to marry yeah. him and i'm just like you don't know him <laughs> why the fuck do you want to marry him but i guess that's the whole premise but this has been going on for what like fucking 18 years i don't know there is so i have never watched any of those shows but i've watched enough rock of love and daisy of love i'm here for rock of love. oh my god okay I'm so i remember that it. show vividly. oh my goodness um but anyways, uh, there is this parody show on Hulu. I can't think of the name of it at the moment. But it's got all of, like, these comedians that you know and you see all the time. And um, it's just really, it's it's fucking hysterical. And, What's it called? Oh, my God. Rach, you can't just blazing, tell Blazing, Blazing Love? Is that what it's called? Let me look it up really quickly. I loved back when they had, um, like, Flavor Flav. Oh, my God. And then there was a spinoff, I Love New York. Love? Like, I was here for that shit. I, I, I watched it. Uh, yeah, it, nope. No, that's I don't not. know. I don't know why The Bachelor irritates me. Maybe I need to actually like be a little more open minded and watch um, a season of it first. But it's just the whole concept of like, obviously, every woman in this room should want to marry this man because he looks like this and has this job. And it's just like weird to me that we like. I know. It's just weird. And then it's like, 
I don't know. Maybe it's because I have daughters now. I've just become a little bit more like. I'm super. It has uh, changed the way I view like all of these yeah. things. Because I'm just like, God, I hope oh, my daughters wouldn't just be like, I want to go on this show and marry this man because he's a pilot and he has nice, short, lush brown hair. That's the reason you should marry someone. Not that there's anything wrong with it. My husband has short, lush brown hair. His is actually black. It's very dark. And it is very dark. It's very dark. But I was like, um, I, wondering if he uh, was appreciating my um, my staring. It's called Burning Love. If he was uh, appreciating. Burning Love. Okay, on Hulu. Yeah, it's fucking hysterical. Um, but I was wondering if he was appreciating my, because we listened to some Taking Back Sunday. He was pretty drunk on Saturday. Also, so was I. Yeah. So. We, we <laughs> I don't want to say we know, because I, you know. Oh, no. However, like I said, I was serenaded the whole um, way home. Yeah, I uh, uh, I vaguely remember telling you to pull over because I had to pee. Uh, and I the- did not pull over. Yeah, you did. You stopped at a gas station. Oh, Jesus. Is that what you went inside for? Once you were getting I- a drink. No. I thought you were just like parched. Like, I can't make it another mile. I need water. No, I had to pee really bad. Huh. So the last time that happened and I had to have someone pull over so I could pee, mm. uh, there was a <laughs> little bit of an incident. Um Zach likes to call it the gas station that I peed outside of because uh, it, you peed outside of a gas station. Well, yeah. So, like I said, drunk Rachel makes some questionable choices. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just talk about some of those choices right now. Um, once I convinced a bunch of, ugh, once I convinced uh, a few people to go pee on someone's lawn because I didn't like her. Um, it's not that I didn't like her. I just didn't like the way she treated other people. And um, so long story short, I rallied the troops and then I passed the fuck out before I could partake in this, which is probably a good thing because cops got called. Um, Jesus Christ. Don't, don't incriminate yourself any further. We're not no, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't there. The I wasn't there peeing for it. In, okay. I, I fell asleep. You I just was, sparked the flame. I, I am notorious. Uh, drunk Rachel has really bad ideas. She makes poor choices as I like to call it. So anyways, I'm on the way, we're on the way home. I tell Zach, pull over, pull over, I have to pee. Now this is all just, you know, I don't remember any of this. Except I do remember leaning up against a chain link fence and there was a dog barking at me and I was like, I'm not fucking scared of you because it was one of those like junkyard dogs, like protecting its territory or whatever. But so like the first one we went to, they were closed. So I was like, let's stop at another one. So we went to another one and, um, I don't even remember what happened, but there was like a homeless person outside and I was just like, I can't pee here. There's someone watching. Um, and so then we ended up stopping at another gas station where I peed outside and told the dog I wasn't scared of it. I don't know. Were you lying? Were you scared of it? No, I wasn't because Chunk Rachel makes Have you ever choices. been scared of a dog? Absolutely. I haven't. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I have a huge dog. Well, I have like... a big dog too, but I mean, I'm scared in the fact that some people don't, uh, mm, yes, yes, yes. You know, some, some Raise people are their bad children bad, correctly. Yeah. Some They're people for are bad children. pet owners. Um, and, mm-hmm. and some like. I don't know. Like, for instance, my dog Hannah. She's a fucking asshole. She's not a sweet girl towards other dogs. So I do the responsible thing, and I don't take her. I let her play in the backyard. We have a pretty big backyard. I let her play out there. I don't take her for walks because I'm not going to pay for someone else's vet bills. You know what I mean? I, I realize that I have an aggressive dog towards other dogs. So um, being a pet owner means not taking her out. And, you know, we used to take her for walks. And anyways, that's that's a whole other story, like pet ownership and being a responsible pet owner and stuff like that. That really gets me going. I can't p- talk too much. My dog peed on a cop once. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Alkali don't really take him places. He's like, he's a good dog. He's sweet. He's absolutely beautiful. People freak out when they see him because he's just, he's just so handsome. He However, handsome. there was one time where we lived in a really small town in North Carolina. They were having a parade. It was at the end of our street, which was super convenient. I'm like, mm. we're going to walk down there. We're going to go watch this parade. My dog pissed on a sheriff's leg while I was talking to him <laughs> and telling him about my beautiful dog. And then he looks down and I, I have no words. There oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know what I do have to say is I have to say, if you're going to have kids, don't adopt three dogs. Jesus, please, this Mary and Joseph. You know how hard it is keeping all five of them alive? Like, I think at one point I forgot to feed the dogs yesterday. But I don't know if you – but I also have a tendency to overfeed my dogs. Your dogs are fine. Um, I know. They, they can, can go, live off they, of yeah, – they, they can, can go, go without days. a meal. Because uh, my children – I'm not children, trying to body shame them. My However. children have also realized that they can get away with not eating their food if they throw it off the tray and the dogs eat it. Yes. So I promise you, my dogs are not neglected or malnourished. They're l- very lazy as well. Like, for instance, Luke lays down to eat his food. He doesn't, he's, yeah, not, that's, he's, he's not even that, he's not even that tall. Like, it's not like it, he has to try to stretch. It's not a functionality, it's a lazy thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I don't know. we should probably wrap it up for the week. Um, was this episode as big of a mess as I think it was? Man, I guess we'll find out later. Mm, I'm posting it, it anyway. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please, Mike, please don't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. Um, Next week, we'll probably uh, do a little bit more research. Probably not. We No. Well, I don't know. I mean, we Maybe. Can, we can talk more about how you can finish season five of 90 Day Fiance. All right. I'll finish Or the five. other... <clears throat> the other seasons, I believe in you. Um, also, we do have some people that want to be interviewed. Um, do you guys know how hard it is to, like, first of all, get people to Rachel's house, which is out in BFE, by the way, Bumfuck yeah. Egypt, um, which I don't know if that's a culturally appropriate term anymore, but people said it when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> Rachel lives in the middle of nowhere. We record in her closet, which I think is fucking fabulous, but, you know, some people may think that it's a little bit um, closety. Also, um, we have kids, people have jobs. It's very hard. Honestly, I think the best way for us to start interviewing people would be to rent a studio. But um, for that to happen, people need to start uh, paying us to do this. And, uh, that <laughs> is That's a not gonna happen. fucking long shot, bro. Um, <laughs> if you would like to sponsor Moody Broads, <laughs> who would want to sponsor us? Honda. Honda. I drive an Odyssey. I don't know, though. We need to bleep out everything about the wine cooler, though. Because that is not. Honda's it's... not going to want to sponsor us. You also, don't know that's that. That's true. I don't know. Um, If anyone was going to sponsor me, I'd say, um, I can't think of shit. Nobody's going to fucking sponsor me. And that's okay. Nutella. Do you mm. know how, they don't even have to pay me to send me jars of Nutella. I thought that we were going to start getting wine suggestions, which is totally fine that I haven't gotten any because I haven't had you a glass of- You need to stay on it, Rach. I haven't had a glass of wine in a long time. You want to know why? Because I had like two. Okay. And I had a massive hangover. I don't know why I said good for you like you haven't drank. Like I saw you on Saturday. <laughs> I'm I, that That 30 ounce, that, that 30 ounces of beer, like- 33. 33? I think so. Well, so Ian and Mallory had to leave, and Ian gave me $20 to go get him a stein. So Zach, myself, and Ian got a stein. And then we come back with these three steins, and actually, I lied. We didn't get the three steins at first because they told me that I couldn't. Um, I couldn't order 
like you couldn't buy for people it, yeah. regardless yeah 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 um so they had to leave and so Zach and I polished off that fucking that uh that that other one I think did we share it with Matt or did we just share that the two of us I I don't, I don't know. know but what I do know is that uh, I had a really good time I'm glad I got out of the house I'm the worst dancer there is um, if you would like proof of that look no further you can just show up I love to dance anyways <laughs> um, but uh, yeah it was it was a really good time and also I had a I had a nine inch long wiener okay you need to context context Rachel. Well, if, Context. We, if we were at a German festival, it is a bratwurst. Was it a bratwurst or a knockwurst or... It was a bratwurst, I think, and it had grilled onions and peppers on it. But that was all we ate pretty much all day. I had a waffle and bratwurst and a pretzel with cheese. I feel like... I don't drink, so I go a little ham on the food. You know, I feel like I really missed an opportunity. Huge one day. Hmm? I I feel like I really missed a a food opportunity there because I was just so concerned about drinking the good beer um, to uh, worry about the good food. But also, I just, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. It was super expensive. Like ridiculously expensive. It's very expensive. So, uh... Um, yeah. And wait, can we just, before we sign off, can we just talk about how everybody went through fucking security with their drinks that we got prior and then I got fucking yelled at by the security guard? Look, when you look like trouble, you look like trouble. She was like, excuse me, you're not supposed to bring that in here. And I was like, but literally everybody in our fucking group except for you had a drink and everybody went through the same fucking line and I got yelled at. And so I'm standing here. She's like, you're not allowed to bring outside drinks in. And I was like, well, uh, but, and then, you know, Matt walked in with his fucking margarita, which wasn't a very good margarita from the sounds of it. It was the pina colada and it was awful. Uh, well, that's what I, that's what I, he I was said. He conned into drinking it. I was like, that's what you get for ordering that. Yes. Um, but so then Zach, uh, she's like, actually, you're supposed to throw it out. Before you even get through the gate. And so I'm like, Zach, I'm like, there's a fucking trash can right here. And so she was eyeballing us. And I'm just like, why is this happening right now? So I had to throw away my drink. Zach Zach was like, I'm going to fucking chug mine. So I don't know if he did. All I know is I'm pissed off that I was the only one that got yelled at. Like how, why, what is it about me that says trouble? It'd be like that sometimes. But that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. You just look like trouble. I guess I do. It's the it's. The, they were like she looks like know. she never leaves the house and she goes a little fucking crazy. She's going. Yeah, I had a, I had a flask once. Uh, well, I still have it somewhere. It says I still off. have our friend Brooke, uh, her wrist flask oh, from the river. My kids thought it was a bracelet, it, which it is. It's a very big bracelet. <laughs> it's in my drunk drawer. That, that was a good day. That was a good day. But All anyways. Right. We so, should sign off. Yep, let's do that. If, yeah. I'm going to go eat something. I'm craving a turkey sandwich. Ooh, get it, girl. I'm always hungry by the time we finish this. It's all this talking, burning so many mouth calories. <laughs> yeah, basically. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening. Sorry we ramble, but actually, sorry, not sorry. You should go watch 90 Day Fiance. It's a dumpster fire. Oh, it's my awesome. God, please. And then we can talk about it. We can we can start creating polls on the page. I don't know. Polls. I just oh, I love it. <sighs> all right. All right.